0: Yeah, look, we have had challenges, but a lot of those challenges were in the past and we've addressed them really early on in our pre-season, whether that be a finals exit, whether it be some of the challenges that we had in and around our footy club, they were addressed really early on. And what it's been about in the last sort of four months has been about looking forward about what the opportunities are ahead of us and what we can actually achieve and do this season. So, as I said, we looked at our finals exits about, you know, those things, about how we actually get better as a footy team, both on the field, off the field. Um, and we've really been about looking forward at those opportunities and um, you know, a lot of people want to look backwards. Um, I've actually taken the rear vision mirrors off my car. I want to keep looking forward. Um, so, and that's what we've done. That's what we're doing. We're, we've addressed things, we're moving forward and as I said we're a pretty united and connected group and hopefully we're, you know, we'll, we'll be able to show that over the f- next few weeks.
1: Are you allowed to do that? I want to take the rear vision mirrors off the car. Don't get in the blind spot. Uh, that's Simon Goodwin setting up for season 2024. You can play along with us. The Alltel open line, 1300 736 736. Alltel, the bitter business telco. And the 40 Wings temper text is 0433 16 Temper a mattress like no other. The microscope is as intense on Melbourne as any club in season 2024. Sam Edmonds. Is here? Hello,
0: well, Jared? they weren't roadworthy for big chunks of the preseason, the offseason. We know that. But got a couple of new tyres put on as well in the form of Caleb Windsor, the Duke. Duke of Windsor in for his debut. Blake Howe as well. Jack Billings will play his first game. But most significantly, of course, is the old engines purring again. And that's Clayton Oliver back in the opening round side to take on uh, Sydney, of course. And there were promising signs. I reckon the second VFL hit out, the body language, the influence he had on the game, and as Alan Richardson said out there at Icon Park, if football was the sole indicator, then he would have been in a long time ago. But for a player who Max Gorn has openly described as a day-to-day proposition, we needed everything else to come into line as well. It has done so. So only a self-inflicted, out-of-the-blue setback will cost him from playing uh, on Thursday night. And it's going to be great to see.
1: So Thursday night, Sydney and Melbourne. That, one of the tales of the weekend was just the irksome injuries that bobbed up. Yeah. On a few different fronts, this is, so there's the necessity to tune up, but if you're going to lose players, you want to lose them in the real stuff, not in the dress rehearsals, and the list was too long, really. It was.
0: Well, Taylor Adams, they were so confident, in Sydney, in the immediate aftermath that they weren't even going to get that scan. They thought, this will subside, this is fine, that all change 24 hours later. He's going to miss three to four weeks, of course, with that lateral ligament. Sam Wash didn't train with teammates yesterday. This isn't a new injury, granted, but surely he won't face Brisbane on Friday night. Now, Carlton said last night they would make a definitive call today over whether they would Look to reset Sam Walsh for round one or later or give him another crack at full training early this week. But he appears to be up against it. And his teammate, Jesse Motlop, also in some doubt with a jarred toe. Roley Philthorpe, a real shame. The left meniscus was a nasty full stop on an otherwise very encouraging preseason. The Crows will know definitively again how long he's out for today. Jordan Ridley, low-grade quad strain. Dougal Howard copped a, an apparent hamstring injury to his left leg of you know late in that game yesterday as well. So these are the times of the year, aren't they, Gerard? Especially in the last minutes of pre-season, in Jordan Ridley's case where you get, or Dougal Howard's case where you get injured, that you can least afford. And they're the ones that irk you as a spectator, let alone as an employee of a footy club.
1: It's a lot of eyes towards headquarters at this time of year. So there's the what we totally understand and then what is coming. So yep. maybe, maybe the Webster incident first. So I've kept a... A few of these to curate the conversation. This Mm -hmm. is a lot of what's been coming through this morning. So Robin Bayswater, who's put some methodology behind it, which I really did quite like. The Webster hit can be summarised as follows. Was it head high? Yes, two weeks. Was it late? Yes, two weeks. Did Webster leave the ground? Yes, two weeks. Was Simpkin concussed or knocked out? Yes, two weeks. Eight weeks seems a pretty simple conclusion (laughs) to come to without all the AFL or MRO grading tables. That's Rob. St Kilda supporter here. He deserves 10 weeks. He should get... He deser- so yes, he deserves ten weeks. He should get five or six if they're consistent. Connie from Layla, a deliberate act, lined up Jai Simkin, jumped off the ground for maximum impact, ten weeks and a ten thousand dollar fine. Oof. You are still living in the past. Send them off the field. Punishing them them later is having no effect. We are struggling to field under fourteens this year in what was a thriving junior club. The biggest issue is parents concerned about concussions. This is the flow on of not taking a stand. And unless harsh penalties for acts like Webster are demanded at community level football, it is almost a waste of time. My son can't play footy anymore because of concussion issues from a similar act retired at the age of 20. That is from Brett. So that's a cross section. Mm. Robbo in Safety Beach is with us. So I've got a date with a Robbo a little later on tonight too. Hello to you, Robbo. day, boys. How you going? How's Very well. My call? Yeah, I agree with a couple of things that uh, people have been saying with um, David King and that Rob from, um, I can't remember where it was. Anyway, but I think that league should come out and be very definitive and say, all right, here's four weeks for hitting him in the head and here's another four weeks for uh, an attacking move. It wasn't defensive. He wasn't trying to protect himself. He just, and he leaving the ground especially. There was no going to be no other outcome than, than flooring that guy. Yes, it's... This is as callous a moment as you'll get on this front, which is why the the weight of penalty just sits so heavily for the whole community. Tom Morris has just put an extra layer of detail around this. Sam so Alistair Clarkson was embroiled in an ugly verbal stash with St Kilda players in the wake of Jimmy Webster's late bump on Jai Simkin on mm-hmm. Sunday. A quarter time, Clarkson told Webster he would cop a hefty ban from the tribunal with expletives amongst the words used by the four-time premiership coach. Webster's teammate Dougal Howard responded to Clarkson, who then went back at Howard and other Saints in a derogatory manner.
0: Well, it's this space has changed in 12 months, let alone for an act that's something out of used to watch on the VHS old bumps, biffs and brawlers from the mid 80s. So I mean, look, you've got to run it through the table because it's careless and it's high contact. It will be severe impact. So that's the three plus trigger to get it directly to the tribunal. We know that's the boxes that Michael Christian will tick and he has to tick. And that's where, like Sam Palpepper before him, Jimmy Webster is a, in a whole new world of hurt. It's very hard to get a read on the length of the suspension. Suffice to say, it's going to be lengthy because we don't have history as any guy. And the AFL have made that abundantly clear in their changes to the tribunal this year that uh, evolving community standards, as they put it, mean that uh, there's a new watermark and there's a new sheriff in town. So when it comes to what the AFL push for, whether it be six, whether it be seven, whether it be eight, whether it be 10, as people are saying off the text, who knows? Other than to say there's no alibi for Jimmy Webster here, whereas Sam pepper possibly could have clung to the fact that, okay, I went in without a duty of care. My hand is up. I could have been better in that instance. A player was slung in my direction without warning. Jimmy Webster has deliberately lined up a player uh, late, High, as I say, in an actor from another decade, let alone another season. So um, he's going to be at the mercy of of a tribunal. A really nasty incident with a a pretty tasteless aftermath there, listening to Tom Morris details as well. And then you've got Jimmy Webster's family weighing in on Facebook, some things that were... uh, Sort of mentioned to a few journos last night that someone had picked up off some private Facebook accounts regarding uh, Jimmy Webster's siblings. It was uh, mightily distasteful as well. So totally separate to the incident, of course, but all goes into the mix for a really, really tasteless 24 hours in footy, I reckon.
1: Yeah, and we'll, we'll turn our eyes to the AFL to see what they will seek and then whether the tribunal will ratify. So that was the the two planks of last week was the AFL lifted the penalty yeah. and then it was ratified by the tribunal, so they are free to do that again and find the water level.
0: And people saying, well, careless, if that's not intentional, what is? Well, generally in this situation, it would take a blatant off-the-ball act for, for it to be graded and intentional. Again, the AFL might come at this a different way. I, don't, I, don't, I think the, the table of offences is still the table of offences, so I'd be surprised if it wasn't deemed careless. That doesn't mean that he's not going to serve a significant ban. It's just the box that needs to be ticked, given it would be regarded as in play but we say that of course somewhat loosely given the reality of the situation
1: what else are we anticipating from the afl Uh,
0: they've sent their media access plan to clubs uh on friday out to the wider broadcast media today now this is the update of media policy written into the five-year cba that was signed last year agreed to by the players as well a lot of the main takeaways we already know that is, though, that the match day injury updates as soon as possible. Jared, player, injury, severity, weekly injury update that prohibits now, <laughs> written into this by the way, prohibits the use of short term, medium term, and long term. And if it is TBC, it must be updated ASAP. General managers of football to be made available to the host broadcaster pre-game and in-game. Senior coaches also to be made available pre-game, quarter time, half-time and three-quarter time, as well as post-game, but not all of those times. And also the ancillary broadcaster, if requested, every player must be available for 20 minutes post-game. And every player, Jared, must be available for a 45-minute window, the league is saying, within two days of the game. So the AFL's attempt to open it up, will every player agree with that? Will every player adhere to that? And We know that there's some very media shy operators out there and how will they go about it and how much will the AFL tolerate?
1: So I think when the captains met with the league last week, the league made a real plea to them as... For them to drive it with their player groups to establish a new norm and, mm. and make the access to the public stronger than it's ever been to those who play the games
0: themselves. There will be at least one new face on the All-Australian selection panel as well. Cameron Ling, the Cats champion. Premiership uh, captain, of course, stepping aside uh, to move on to other things, I assume, and will be replaced. So, Gillan McLaughlin, obviously, has also moved on. Andrew Dillon, Laura Kane already on board. So... McLaughlin was the chair last year, Kevin Barlett, Eddie Betts, Jude Bolton, Nathan Buckley, Kane Corns, uh, Dylan, Glenn Jakovic, Laura Kane and Cameron Ling and Matthew Pavlich. So Ling is off and I think a replacement will be announced shortly for him on uh, what must be um, the... The standalone no-win job in football, I reckon, the (laughs) All-Australian Selection Panel. It's a
1: duty. It might be a thankless task, but it's a duty. The gaping hole there is Queensland, is it not?
0: Yeah, and we know the AFL like to have people around the country who perhaps keep a closer eye on performances that take place in their own backyard. So totally spitballing here but whether it's an Alistair Lynch or a former a Brisbane great like a Jonathan Brown for example as well that, that or would a be, Luke Hodge so there's Luke Hodge, three yep.
1: eminently well qualified experts who base themselves in Queensland mm-hmm. to, to represent that side of the country and given that the Lions were such a good team last year and they probably felt they were lightly treated in the All-Australian
0: yes that, that identified <laughs> a
1: necessity I reckon
0: so maybe this is their window
1: I would I would hope that's used, given mm. that the gap is there and the glaring hole is obvious.
0: So we've got Western Australia, South Australia, Victoria obviously. Um, and yeah, Queensland's been there and Jude Bolton's there, obviously, from a Sydney perspective. So I think you're right, Jared. Little window there that uh, that needs to be addressed.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anything else? No, I think
0: that's just about it.
1: So that, that you're expecting the concussion update too, aren't you? That's, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that
0: that will be the final change. Uh, I guess the policy due out in the next couple of days, certainly before opening round, a more stringent set of concussion protocols, of course. The minimum 12-day rest period will remain, but Michael McDeece has told the clubs, the Chief Medical Officer, that uh, there will be a further tightening of the return-to-play protocol. So essentially, reading into that, it will be harder for players to get back Um, within a 13-day period, for example. There will be more hoops to jump through. So um, the AFL will detail that shortly. And they are due also to respond uh, to the recommendations made by the Victorian State Coroner John Kane, of course, into that uh, inquest into the death of former Richmond footballer Shane Tuck. He called John Kane, among other things, Jared, to reduce contact training sessions uh, to lower the risk of concussion. So the league due to respond to that by the middle of the month as well.
1: Thank you, Sam. Thanks, Jared. It gets sort of more focused and focused as the days go by, doesn't it? Sure with does. teams about to roar into action.
0: Cheers. Looking Sam
1: to it. Edmund with the latest that's happening around the traps in footy. You'll have your thoughts. The 40 Winks temper text 0433 98 Get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks serious about sleep. And the Alltel open line one 736 Alltel. Awesome service. Great products. Switch to Alltel today. Have your say on our conversations.